Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. So Dunny, valid 115 through 126, subject to change. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds on 103.7 The Buzz. with my boobay, like the analyst. What's Trending in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas's own West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. Welcome back to Out of Bounds, live from Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Damon Poole, Kevin Bohannon. What's trending in sports? We've had some coaching changes throughout college football. We've had one NFL coaching change so far, one job that's been filled. But Jet Fish is going to move on from Arizona to Washington. And we saw this as a result of Kalen DeBoer going from Washington to Alabama. And now it's going to start to be a bit of a domino effect as far as some of these openings and coaches moving on. So now Arizona is open because Jet Fish has moved on to Washington. Yeah, you see more of Kalen DeBoer's staff getting filled at Alabama, bringing some from Washington with him, and then uh, bring, keeping some from the Alabama staff, which is smart. He's already opened up to Nick Saban, saying he has full access. Anytime he wants something, uh, just come down and, and get what you need. Uh, very respectful way of DeBoer coming in. He also reached out to Devontae Smith. They talked for a couple hours. DeBoer is really trying to get to know the Alabama culture, the Alabama mystique that has overtaken college football the last few years. Also was trending MLK day is always a big day for the NBA schedule and there's an extensive NBA schedule today including a game that's currently going on with the Rockets and Sixers and the Sixers are up by 20 98-78 with the fourth quarter to go in that game so that one seems to be in hand but a couple of the big cities Always focused on MLK Day. Memphis and Atlanta, they always host games. So they're both going to play later today. But there's a game coming up at 1.30. couple of games at 2 o'clock. The Hawks take on the Spurs at 2.30. That's going to be a TNT game. And then the Grizzlies host the Warriors at 5 o'clock. And that's also a TNT game. And then you have games 6 o'clock, a couple of games at 6.30. 8 o'clock, and then 9.30, OKC, Thunder, taking on the Lakers, and that's going to be NBA TV. So the game that's currently going on, it's on NBA TV. A couple of TNT games, and then ending the night with another NBA TV game. Yeah, Mavericks and Pelicans just tipped off. They're, well, they're about to go to the second quarter. Mavs up 23-13 in that one. Joe, the big news in the Warriors visiting the Grizzlies tonight, Draymond Green uh, making his return after his suspension. So that should be uh, news tomorrow on SportsCenter, ESPN, and all the uh, sites on, sports sites online of how Draymond Green comes back in performance for the Warriors. Absolutely. And you know everybody, they're going to be paying attention to his every move, everything he does, if he has any kind of outburst on the court, how he That's interacts right. with the reps, how he interacts with the, the other players. It's going to be a big story in the fact that he is returning to the court. But, I mean, perfect day for that to happen with the focus on MLK Day, and this is a TV game. So that is uh, it, it's a great time for him to return. And Draymond actually made news recently where he returned to the facility but he also talked about having thoughts of retiring, stepping away from the game. But ultimately, he's back with the Warriors, and he will be back on the court today. Thunder and Lakers tonight. Lakers coming in at 19-21 and 21 on the year after winning that midseason tournament that's new for the NBA. The Oklahoma City Thunder 27-11 and 11 on the season. Uh, what will Anthony Davis do? His injury status for the game tonight is up in the air, so... 
Uh, I know we have a lot of Thunder fans with Jalen Williams being played playing over there in OKC. So it's going to be a 9.30 tip tonight for OKC and the Lakers. Isaiah Joe, also for the Thunder. So. Yeah, Isaiah Joe. Yeah, yeah. You got a couple of guys that went to the same school, and they're in close proximity with where they're currently playing in OKC. So, yeah, there's a lot of attention being paid to them, but also they're just playing good basketball. They're Absolutely. they're one of the top teams in the NBA, and uh, they have a lot of young talent on that team. So, there's a lot of interest in the Thunder and what they are able to do. Playing basketball is is, is simple. You saw it last night. You had, I forget what game it was, but you had two guys take the ball out of bounds. One took it out, threw it to him, another went out of bounds and threw it back in. Simple stuff in the game now. Of, don't watch a whole lot of NBA right now, but I keep up with our guys that are in the league, Bobby Portis, Gafford, Joe, Williams. Uh, Must has done a great job. Nick Smith's been having a really good run last few nights. He had nine points in uh, 25 minutes for the Hornets the other night. So Anthony Black playing well for the Magic. Uh, we've got a lot of Arkansans or former Razorbacks in the league right now playing well. It is kind of hard to keep up right now, Kevin, with uh, NFL still going on and a lot of focus being paid to the NFL playoffs as they get into the stretch run to see who the next champ is going to be for NFL, who's going to be the Super Bowl champ, and there's a lot of attention being paid there. But that's why at this time during the season for NBA, you have certain days that do stand out. You have, yeah, you know, the point. opening. Yeah, yeah, you have the opening games. You have Christmas, and then adding that in-season tournament this year. That's why there was such a focus on that because that did bring a different interest to the game at that time of the year. And then right after this, you have All-Star break coming up, which that's going to hit right after the NFL season. So it's perfect timing on that. And uh, overall, there's just a lot going on and. Right in the mix of it, you have MLK Day, which is a highlighted day for the NBA schedule. So it it is one of those days. And, you know, it's funny that we ended up with two NFL playoff games today because normally in the past there wouldn't have been an NFL playoff game. In recent years, they added one on Monday. Right. And so sometimes the schedule lines up where it is on MLK Day and and we're, you know, facing – what we are today, but with two games, that's why it does kind of get pushed back a little bit, but still have to make note of the fact that there are a lot of intriguing games going on today in the NBA. Yeah, one thing to look out for, the Celts lead the Eastern Conference right now. Joe, they're 19-0 and at home. Uh, they lead the Bucks by two and a half games in the Eastern Conference, Western Conference. We talked about the Thunder at 27-11. and the T-Wolves, the Timberwolves, this is going back to KG days, 28-11 and 11 on the year, 16-2 and two at home. Uh, they lead the Thunder by a half game. And the Nuggets, defending champions by a full game. The Clippers and Pelicans sitting there at that 4-5 spot. The Lakers right now on the outside looking in. They're at number 11. Got some work to make up. That last playoff spot at number 8. They're three games behind the Suns, who are currently 21-18. and 18. Bucks got a big win last night. Mentioning the Bucks, they got a big win yep. over the Spurs at the buzzer. Dame Lillard is the guy that they brought in to make plays like that, and maybe to be able to carry the team at times. We've seen that Giannis has, has dealt with some injuries and had to miss some games, but this is kind of what the what they had a vision of when they brought Dame Lillard in for him to be able to hit some of those big time shots like he does at the end of games, and he was able to give him a win last night. They were down by two. He shoots the three, knocks it down. They come away with a win against the uh, the Spurs last night in overtime. Yeah, 143-142. And this Bucks team, uh, they had a month unlike any other where they scored more points, had the highest per-game average than any team in NBA history. And looking back, it makes me think of the late 80s, early 90s when you had those Nuggets teams that were scoring 128, 129 points a game. But they were also giving up 119. We talk about the NFL being offensive friendly. The NBA has gone way offensive, and that's what they want. It puts up. But look at the last few games: one forty-three, one twenty-nine. Uh, that Saturday was a one twenty-nine, one eighteen win over the Warriors. On Thursday, they had a one thirty-five, one oh two win over the Celtics. They beat the Celtics at home. Celtics only eleven and nine on the road, uh, nineteen and zero at home, and the Bucks beat them by thirty-two points the other night. 
but got to lo- love the offense that the Bucks are putting up right now. Uh, it's just unreal. Dame Lillard, like you said, the, the trigger in that offense. It said that, or there's a common thought out there that NBA players don't play defense. Look at some of the scores that are being put up. But there's something to the fact that these players are hard to stop. Like, you can exactly. defend them as much as you want to, but they're still going to be able to get to their spots, knock down shots, and they're going to be able to get to the rim. So it's not a thing of they just don't play defense. They make an attempt to play defense, but these guys are so good, so skilled, that a lot of times they're hard to stop. Yeah, and you got you got guys playing at the highest level, and especially with, with how the game's changed and the international influence now. You got guys that can shoot. They can shoot from anywhere on the floor. You know, Steph Curry coming into the league, he, you know, he moved the range back. I know we, you know, I grew up with Craig Hodges, Steve Kerr, Larry Bird, late 80s, early 90s, guys like that. But now you got guys that are extending the range out there. It's like the spread offense in football. It spreads the floor to where guys can get to their spot on the floor now and make it from the elbow, the corner, uh, top of the key. It doesn't matter. And then with the advent of the dribble drive offense, it spreads the floor, you get to the lane, and you got free throws, a uh, number of tenths of free throws going up per game. So that's a recipe for scoring, scoring 140 points a game. Also with the NFL games going on today, Steelers at Bills, that's going to be 3.30 on CBS. And the Eagles take on the Bucks on ESPN at 7.15. And uh, a note from this is with MLK Day, MLK the third, Martin Luther King the third, and his family, they're going to be honored by the Bucks as honorary captains, and they're also going to participate in the coin toss. So for the Monday night game tonight, you'll see that as part of the, the on-field ceremony that goes on before the game with the coin toss. MLK the third and his family, they're going to be honored by the Bucks. They're going to be honorary captains and participate in the coin toss. Yeah, and question that Bucks Eagles game, uh, Jalen Hurts. You know, you got AJ Brown's going to be out uh, for the game with a knee injury, but Jalen Hurts is scheduled to play. Talk about the Eagles' you know, downfall towards the middle part end of the season, Joe. They just fell apart. There's been infighting. Sirianni looks. I, don't, you know, I wouldn't say lost the team, but the locker room is just in shambles right now. You got on the field fighting, in the locker room fighting. And then you got the Bucks who sneak in playoffs. Todd Bowles, Baker Mayfield making the return. Uh, thought down and out in Cleveland gets shipped out of there. Gets to the Bucks backing up. You know, coming in Tom Brady. He's replaced Tom Brady now. They make the playoffs at nine and eight. Get that last spot. Should be a game to watch out for because of the trajectories of both teams. Are you really buying the Bucks though? Now with the Eagles, no. they are dealing with a lot of injuries in a specifically A.J. Brown, but they do have a lot of weapons. And uh, Jalen Hurts even dealing with some injuries himself. And so that could be something in question. Will he be able to to throw the ball effectively because he's dealing with an injury to his his finger and on his hand. But they do have a lot of weapons on that team. They can run the ball effectively. The other side is, are you really buying the Bucs? You really think that the Bucs – are the Bucs – really playing good ball or is it a result of the division they play in and somebody had to win that division yeah and i, I agree with you on that it, it's a they're a product of the division that they're in right now you know to come out for a while there we didn't know if anybody was going to get above 500 in that division they the bucks did at the end get the nine and eight so the eagles have to just go out and win i think winning cures all and if they can go out this evening get a win they'll be okay moving into the next round i mean start out 10 and 1 ended up 1 and 5 down the stretch losing you know five of their last six if they can get that win tonight i think it's going to cure a little bit more going into that second round yeah it will and and the thing that uh everybody knows about this game the winner of this game goes on to play the lions so that's already set but then when you think about the Steelers and the Bills, there's a lot to be determined there as far as what the schedule could look like moving forward just because of the result of the game. And so right now the NFL schedule sets up where the Ravens, they, they, it could change as far as who they play, but they are going to host the game 
Uh, it, it looks like they're they're going to host a game, and it could be they could host on on um, Saturday or Sunday, just depending on the result of the game tonight. But we know that the Niners are going to play the Packers on Saturday, and um, then the winner of tonight's game they'll play against the Lions on Sunday. But there is a lot that could be determined. Where if the Steelers win, they will play the Ravens on Sunday. And um, if the Bills win, then it would be the Bills hosting the Chiefs on Sunday. So the fact that this, these two teams are playing a game today on Monday, they're going to get at least another day of rest where they're not going to make them play on Saturday. They'll play on Sunday. And then the two teams that play tonight in the Eagles and Bucks, they'll be playing against the Lions on Sunday. Yeah, and a lot of people may be asking... Why is there so much question of who's going to play where and why is it not scheduled yet? The NFL's always done this, whether it be six teams or when they move to seven teams. The lowest-seeded team will play the highest-seeded team going into the second round because when you had a six-team set up, one and two seeds got a buy, four played five, three played six. And there were some instances, especially with the Steelers, they come in as a six-seed, as a wild card, and win that first game. So you don't have that one versus four, two versus three matchup. You get a one versus six, and then maybe a four or five versus two. So now that you have three first-round games in each conference, that's the way it sets up with you know the seven wins. They're going to get the highest seed, which the Steelers would get to play the Ravens tomorrow so or next week. Uh, that's how it sets up. That's why the NFL schedule is kind of a, it's not a flex, but it's – this could happen or this could happen depending on who wins. They do it by seeding each round. And they, they've always done that for the playoffs, as you mentioned. So they see the success that's been there. And then there was a big issue at one time with getting towards the end of the season and teams that would have their divisions locked up. They would rest their players. They wouldn't play in certain games. They corrected that also where they made division games the last week of the season so it seems like it always comes down to Week 18 where there's a lot to be shaken out. And they've even taken that approach with Week 18 games where they will schedule 1 through 17. All those games are scheduled. Now they can flex some of the games depending on what happens, especially with Sunday night football. They've even gotten to the point where they can flex Thursday and Monday night games. Now with Thursday night, it would be where they have to give like major notice. It would have to be about two weeks in advance. Monday night, same type of deal, not as advance notice, but you need to be able to, to change those games in a sense where you have fans that have made travel plans and they're going for a, a Monday night game, and if it happens to get changed to Sunday, the fans that were planning to make that trip, they need to know that. And so when you look at the playoffs, the Houston Texans, they're the one team that's really kind of hanging in the balance because they know that their next game, they're going to have to travel, but they don't know if they're going to have to travel to play against the Ravens or travel to play against the Chiefs. That's right, and they, they do know that that game is Saturday at 3.30. That, that's what they know. And the Packers 49ers are set for Saturday at 7.15. The other two games, the Lions, and then the other AFC game will take place on Sunday at 2 and 5.30, respectively. So, yeah, it, it's good because, it, you know, a lot there's a lot of fantasy football out there. So you get meaningful games towards the end of the season, and you don't have to go into your fantasy championship game with your star running back and star quarterback sitting on the bench because they got their division wrapped up. You saw that this year with, you know, the NFC East came down to the, the end right there with the Eagles and the Cowboys. Of course, you had the Bucks uh, that run getting in, the Rams uh, getting there. So uh, really good to see the NFL putting an emphasis on the end of the season and not teams just tanking for the sake of tanking. No, they're never going to allow that to happen. Yeah, <laughs> they saw it happening for a short time, and they made yeah. sure they corrected it. Now, you do have teams that get towards the end of the season, and maybe they are looking towards the next season, the off season, the NFL draft. But you also have a sense of those teams playing spoiler where you see those teams still playing hard, and especially when they're playing these division games, they're trying to keep those division teams that they have to see twice a year, they're trying to keep them from having success if they can. And, uh, and that's another thing that makes it really good 
Plus, you have players that are on these rosters. There's no incentives. guarantee. Yeah, there's, yep. they have incentives. So, yeah, that's a that's a really good thing. And you saw a lot of players celebrating that whenever um, they hit those incentives and they started doing the dollar signs or, you know, showing that they just made a lot of money. But also you have those guys that are playing for next season because there's no guarantee they're going to be on that current roster. They could be on a nec- another roster next season. So it's almost like they have to audition at all times for not only the team that they're currently playing for, but maybe another team that they're going to play for in the future. They want to show what they can do and that they're able to play and uh, show that they're worthy of being on an NFL roster because it's a limited roster. They're 53 players on the active roster. Now, you have practice squad, but everybody wants to be on that active roster because there's a certain amount of money you can make on the active roster as opposed to the practice squad. And uh, there are only so many spots. So you want to try to get one of those spots. And there's so much turnover every year with these NFL rosters. Yeah, and the the one thing that I want to see in the NFL changed, and there's been talk about this, I don't think a 9-8 and eight division winning team should get to host an 11-6 wild card team just because they won their terrible division. You know, the higher, the higher team, the team with the better winning percentage should get to host the game, Joe. Yeah, but, you know, Kevin, as far as the records, like the NBA, they do that. Yeah. But was, there, there has to be some incentive in winning the division. And and even if it is in a terrible division, you have there's incentive to winning your division. So it is one of those things that you can kind of go back and forth on. But uh, but I'm not sure that they're going to change that anytime soon. Yeah. Probably. We have more about a bounds coming up after this break, live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Damon Full, Kevin Bohannon. Stay tuned. More about a bounds. Every Tuesday morning during basketball season, you can hear Caliph Battle when he checks in with the guys on Morning Mayhem. It's made possible by Edwards Food Giant. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people. The only stop you'll have to make for all your family's grocery needs. Caliph Battle on your home for Arkansas Razorbacks basketball, 103.7 The Buzz. This is SportsCenter. Plenty of action across the natural state this weekend in men's college basketball. First, the Arkansas Razorbacks fell to 0-3 in the Southeastern Conference as they lost at Florida on Saturday, 90-68. The Hogs are now 9-7 overall. UAPB picks up a win on the road against Texas Southern, 70-67. UCA also picks up a win, 59-57 at home over Bellarmine. UALR fell this weekend, 77-72 against Tennessee Martin. And then Arkansas State fell 84 to. 80 at home against Louisiana Lafayette. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. This is an important message from Entergy. We're monitoring the winter storm and are prepared, if needed, to get your power back on as quickly and safely as possible. Please remember to always keep your distance from downed or dangling power lines and use caution when cleaning debris. For more safety information, download the free Entergy app and click on Storm Center or go to EntergyStormCenter.com. Thank you. Big O Tires believes in straight talk. So what would you do with an extra $100? Shopping? Road trip? Steak dinner? Right now at the Conway and Cabot Big O Tires, get $100 instant savings on all Big O brands of tires with the best warranty in the industry. Three-year free replacement on road hazard conditions, worksmanship, and material defect. Free flat repair, free rotate and balance, and roadside assistance. Save $100 now and get tires, service, and straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and and cap it.
4x4 vehicles are the multi-tools of the automotive world. They get us to work. They take the kids to school. They take us hunting. They take us to the great outdoors, to places away from the hustle of the world. Whatever task we give our pickup or SUV, we need it to be reliable, and we need to have it work when we need it to work. Mud Connection 4x4 in Little Rock has been modifying and servicing four-wheel drives for over 40 years. The mud knows 4x4 is better than anybody else. Call today for your 4x4 accessories and service. Mud Connection, connecting you to the off-road world. Well, we wrapped up 2023. Now you got to start making those goals for 2024. How about starting with ending your joint pain? Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. Don't go another year compromising because of that joint pain in your knees, your back, or your shoulders, or maybe from an old injury. You need to call QC Kinetics now. They are the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. And you heard me right, non-surgical. They don't do drugs, they don't do surgery, And the best part, there's no downtime. Your body has exactly what you need to restore and repair that damaged joint tissue. The future of pain medicine has arrived, and QC Connects has thousands of Central Arkansas patients that are loving getting their life back. This is not a Band-Aid. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you moving again, get your life back, and listen, there's no surgery involved. Call QC Connects today for a free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Hi, I'm Hunter Bell from Bell Chevrolet. Football season in Arkansas is one of my favorite times of the year. And I think we can all agree that game days are better with tailgating. Fourth quarters are better with game-winning field goals. And the best played games are better with teamwork. And just like on the field, Bell Chevrolet is better because of our people and their dedication to our customers. Shop Bell Chevrolet and bellchevrolet.com today. Find new roads. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. Took on the Florida Gators, and they took another loss where um, they are now 0-3 in conference. So let's get into your Razor Hog update. I'm looking. It's going to take me a second here. <laughs> what page is it on again, please? All right. Oh, OOB should be at the bottom. 
This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. Well, the Razorbacks took another loss in conference play, and they are now 0-3 in conference, losing to Florida 90-68. to And it was kind of the same story where they just looked lost at times. They went into the the full bench, but that didn't tell the story of the game. They, you know, it was garbage time at the end, and they, they put some players in and got them some playing time. But it just, from the beginning, Kevin, Florida jumped on top of them, and they had a big lead, and it seemed like Florida was playing with a 20-point lead most of the game. When you rebuild a roster every year and want to, obviously the goal is to win. Everybody knows that. You bring in the best guys that fit your system, that fit your culture, that can go out and win your university ball games and get two championships. That's the goal. The last three years, and that's been the talk this whole time, yes, the Hogs have started out 0-3 multiple seasons under Eric Musselman. But now, this is not the same situation, guys. They broke a 94-year record on Saturday with the 32-point loss. They've had It was the worst three-game stretch in, their, in the history of Razorback basketball dating back 94 years. A 63-point lot. All three SEC losses have been by double digits, Auburn, Georgia, and Florida. And they're, they're nowhere near a winning basketball team right now. And the, it's the sad thing to think about it is how much hype came in with Devo Davis, Trevin Brazil, and some of the, tr- the transfer portal guys that came in. That's, that's why everybody is kind of scratching their head going, wow, plus they beat Purdue. Yes, it was a scrimmage game or a preseason exhibition call it what you want but they beat Purdue they beat Duke at home as a top 10 team and now <laughs> they may win four SEC games I don't know it, whoa it's just, you're all you're yeah. already on board with that that it's not going to get turned around and it could get really ugly it could I mean at this point you see it you look at the top every anytime you have these situations you you see panic from the head coaches from the top echelon at the top going down. You see a little panic in Eric Musselman. He don't have any many answers right now, Joe, and you can see that anytime he talks about the team. And now it's kind of where do we go from here? He went to a zone defense the other day. How many times in Eric Musselman's tenure at the University of Arkansas have they played a zone defense? No, you know, they that's don't. You kind of, that's not what they yeah, do they at all. Yeah, so – you know, yeah, you're giving up 77 points a game. You gave up 90 to Florida at Florida. Arkansas can never win at Florida. I don't care who's who's on the team. You can go back to Corliss and Scotty days, and they're not going to win at Florida. But they just they just don't look like a team right now. And if you don't have a team, you're not going to win games. So yeah, it, it could be one of those years where eh, it's getting a little thin out there. Here's where the problem comes in. Trevin Brazil, we've talked about he needs to be more consistent. He scores seven points. And then you have Makai Mitchell, Devo, Caleb Battle, and Menafield all scoreless. That yeah. <laughs> is a problem. That's a big-time problem. Yeah, and they were out-rebounded by 17. Florida held a 48-31 edge on the glass. Florida got 15 defensive rebounds, or offensive rebounds, excuse me. 15 Arkansas only had 22 defensive rebounds, so they. I mean, I know there's a seven, you know, swing margin there, but they, you can't allow that. They they don't have anybody download they can do. Trevin Brazil was talked about being a top ten pick going into the season, and now he's mid in the second round. You look at any draft boards, projections, or whatever, he can forget about that. So. They, it, where, where do you where do you go from here? That's why everybody is kind of looking at this, saying, "Okay, it's not the last three seasons where Musselman pulled it together and they figured it out." Yeah, you got Trayvon Mark. Yeah, he's leading the team right now, averaging six points a game. They got another right there behind it. Minifield's done really well coming in. Uh, Battle, 
great off the bench, 12 points a game, but Brazil's averaging nine and a half, uh, 6.8 rebounds. You know, they just don't have Devo. Started 15 games, he's averaging 6.5 points. Where's the offense coming from? They're, they're only averaging 78 points a game, giving up 77. At the end of the day, they got to get more offense. they got to get better shot selection. They miss so many shots around the rim. I've never seen a team miss so many shots around the rim, Joe. Usually when you look at a box score and you see a team has five players and double figures, it, it means that you have something good going on. For this game specifically, Arkansas had five players and double, fi- double figures, but it didn't mean anything. And then you look yeah. at Florida on the other side, they had the same thing going on with five players and double figures, and it was just lopsided where uh, you, you got a 22-point win, and as mentioned, it seemed like Arkansas was down by 20 throughout this game and um it it just they they are looking for a lot of different answers there but for the players that were in double figures you had Tremont Mark, Davenport, Pinion, Graham, Blocker and Layton yeah. Blocker. Yeah, you had five players in double figures but these are players, some of them in Pinion and uh Blocker his minutes have taken a little bit of a step back here recently, but these are players that normally they wouldn't be getting maybe the type of minutes that they're getting, but the fact that they're searching for answers, now it seems as though if these are the guys that are going to give you something, these are the guys that are going to be on the floor. Yeah, and Blocker's got to grow up quick. Coming in as a freshman, the other one, Bayfall, but Pinion, I thought we would see more opinion in based on what we heard in the preseason and seeing in exhibition matchups and everything. Is this the time that he scraps his seven or eight rotation and spreads it out a little bit. Is that what we're starting to see? Because the blocker and Pinion played more than 20 minutes. I think they had 24 and 22 respectively on Saturday. So maybe you're getting to see, okay, the guys that are going to get out there and give the effort, that's been the question all along. Are these guys quitting on themselves? Are they quitting on the team? We've heard all the stories. We've heard the guys coming on the bus talking about, oh, they're close off the court and everything. Be close on the court. I want you to be close on the court and win for your brother out there, and that'll that'll show me something. And until then, I I don't I don't see anything changing. Yeah, it's it, the seven or eight man rotation going deeper into it. It's being forced upon this team right now. And um, if they start to put it together and win some games, which there are no signs of it right now that you see that happening. But if they start to put it together and, and change that and, and get that turned around, then you may see it go back to us, what we're used to seeing from Muss and the teams that he coaches with a seven, eight-man rotation. But right now, in, in the fact that they're searching for answers, it's almost like they're, they're throwing stuff out there to see what's going to work. And uh, it's something that they're constantly doing and it's not even game to game. It's throughout the game while the game is going on. They're trying to figure it out on the fly. That's exactly right. And things don't get any easier coming up. You got Texas A&M at home on Tuesday. Hopefully, wet weather gets better. People are able to get there. But that game should take place. Then you got Saturday at Bud Walton. Then you got to go to Ole Miss. Ole Miss having. A great start to the season under Chris Beard, and then they welcome Kentucky uh, in two in two in ten day or twelve days to Bud Walton Arena on January twenty seventh. So things don't get any easier starting out because A and M was up on Kentucky. I don't know if they won or not on Saturday. They but did. It should be yeah. A and M's always tough. They got to figure <laughs> it out quick. Yeah, like you're talking about, Kevin. These next four teams, they're all playing really good basketball right now. Yeah. So. It, they, they have to continue to try to figure it out on the fly. We have more of Out of Bounds coming up live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Damon Poole, Kevin Bohannon. Stay tuned for more of Out of Bounds after this break. The Bucks are back. 
At the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn, January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. You could win a lifetime hunting license, a Browning A-Bolt rifle, or a $1,000 gift card from Hunter's Refuge. The Taka Hunting Gear Game and Fish Foundation Free Kid Zone, including a trout pond, hoverball, buana gym, and more. Hunters, bring your antlers for your chance to win a Tracker Off-Road 800SX from Bradford Marine and ATV. Rattlesnakes, chainsaw carving, birds of prey, monster trucks, and the Oaklawn Big Buck Chili Cook-Off. The Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn. Tree stands, clothing, RVs, ATVs, UTVs, ammo, and more. Hundreds of vendors with huge discounts. It's a Hall of Fame event and an Arkansas tradition. January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Sponsored by Reliance Bank, Oaklawn Hot Springs, Arkansas, Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off-Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, Outlaw Beer, and 103.7 The Buzz. Visit BigBuckClassic.com and Facebook for more info. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agent Paul Killingsworth in Cabot, Jonathan Stone in Lone Oak, or Stephen Reeser in Jacksonville today. Chosen as one of Arkansas's best places to work eight years in a row, Rainwater Holden Sexton is hiring premier paralegals and legal assistants with an emphasis on bilingual Spanish-speaking candidates at all locations. Rainwater Holden Sexton's mission is to compassionately represent injured and disabled Arkansans. With generous benefits and competitive pay, Rainwater Holton Sexton is a destination employer hiring the best. We're also seeking bilingual Spanish-speaking attorneys to join our team. Apply today at callrainwater.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. After watching the officials take a victory away from Detroit and gift it to Dallas, I thought of Leonard Cohen's words in the song Everybody Knows. Everybody knows that the dice are loaded Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. Everybody knows the war is over. Everybody knows the good guys lost. Everybody knows the fight was fixed. The poor stay poor, the rich get rich. That's how it goes. Everybody knows. Well, everybody but Dallas fans anyway, and that ref. What all NFL fans can agree on is that Double B's is the best in the league. The best for drinks, snacks, hot food and coffee, and a bunch of other things. It's Doublebee's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. Hogs Meat Market has been a North Little Rock staple since 1963, serving the best meat in Arkansas. Be sure to go to their website for weekly and monthly specials as well as meat packages available. Hog is their family name, and they are so happy folks around Central Arkansas have come to associate it with high-quality products, fair prices, and terrific service. And for the hunters out there, Hogs is a great place to get that deer processed. Check them out online at hogsmeatmarket.com. That is Hogs with two Gs. Join The Zone each weekday for the Entertainment Report, brought to you by Bell & Sword of Conway. Find out the very latest breaking news and entertainment each day on The Zone. Justin West and Christian will dish out what the stars and celebrities have going on, and you can catch it each day. Bell & Sword has everything for the best-dressed man. From boots to suits, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Bell & Sword at their new and larger location at 1011 Oak Street. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Turner out here, SOL. Same old Lions. They always find a way to screw it up. And Dan Campbell changed that mentality, changed that with the people who brought in. They've lost their last nine playoff appearances. It's a team that believes in themselves. And they didn't have a great second half, but this will be one of the most memorable nights in Detroit football for that 89-year-old and the 62,000 others here. One more knee and business is done. And Detroit, for the first time in 32 years, your Lions have won a playoff game. Welcome back to Out of Bounds, live from the Hogsmeade Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Damon Poole, Kevin Bohannon. 
That was the final from the Lions beating the Rams last night, 24-23. And you can hear how loud that crowd was, how they were into it, how emotional that was for the Lions to finally get a playoff win after 32 years. They were able to get it done. And Jared Goff, that was a storyline where you had several Lions players highlighted by Jared Goff and some draft picks that they were able to get in return from the Rams. And then the Rams got Matt Stafford. The Rams were able to win the Super Bowl. And then Matt Stafford, playing in that game last night, he returned to Detroit to take on his former team. Yeah, there were a lot of storylines going into this game because those were the teams that made the trade for this, and the Rams got better. Now the, the Lions come out on top. Uh, David Montgomery, Jameer, Golf, or Jameer Gibbs looked good last night. I know they didn't have the stats, but that was a rushing attack that needed to take some pressure off Jared Goff. That way he didn't have to put too much pressure on himself. Amonra St. Brown... That young man has put up numbers all year long. Gibbs is really good out of the backfield. So it's good to see them come out with a win because you think back, and there's a Barry Sanders special on, I think it's Amazon Prime right now. If you're a, lot, if you're a football fan, go watch that special. It's about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, and it goes through his career and what really happened at the end, what he was doing. You know, he sent his retirement in by fax from the middle of Kansas. So, uh, it's good to see the Lions kind of get that monkey off their back. They had the, the longest losing streak, playoff losing streak in the NFL, in the history of the NFL before last night. So uh, Aiden Hutchinson, that defense, they're going to be trouble moving forward. Hutchinson, had, of course, had two sacks last night. So uh, really like the Lions looking forward. Of course, they were 13-5. and five. The, their, their division was down a little bit this year with the Vikings. Uh, Kirk Cousins going down with an injury, and then the Packers make the playoffs. But that NFC North, up there, always tough. They're going to be moving on the playoffs. It's it's interesting also with the playoffs going on. We talked about eight NFL head coaching jobs available, now seven because one has been filled. You almost have to pay attention to the opening round of the playoffs to see what happens exactly. there. A lot of talk about Mike McCarthy and what could happen with him with the Cowboys. But the two games today with yep. the Steelers and Bills, the first game coming up, two coaches in that game, Sean McDermott, Mike Tomlin, they were college teammates at William & Mary, so they've had some matchups over the years, and they know each other well. But it, there's a lot of talk about you know what could happen depending on who loses this game. There's a lot of talk about Mike Tomlin possibly assessing his future because he has one year left on the contract. But also Sean McDermott, in the fact that the Bills kind of underachieved for most of the season. Now, they did get back to where they should be and where most people thought coming into the season that they would be a one or two seed. So it's really almost crazy to think about what's been put out there with the Bills at this point. But it would kind of go back to the fact that if they happen to lose this game, it would almost be a sign of, of underachieving because of the fact that they got to where they wanted to be, being a two-seed, hosting a playoff game, and kind of being in the driver's seat with being one of those top two seeds. And uh, there's a lot of talk about Sean McDermott and the fact that he may not return if they happen to lose the game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they had to win the last five games to get into the playoffs. You know, they were 6-6 six and six. coming in. I had... Jared, uh, Josh Allen on my fantasy team, so he, you know, he he was doing his thing for me this year. He's got to stop turning the ball over, Joe. He turns the ball over in the red zone too much. Uh, this Bills team, I think they've, you know, digs out there wide out eleven games without a hundred yards. So, uh, but back to the coaching situation, it's tough knowing that the Steelers may be moving on from Mike Tomlin, or Mike Tomlin may be moving on from the Steelers. He's been there seventeen years, averaging ten wins a season. And in my lifetime, in the last 54 years, there's only been three coaches for the Steelers. You had Noel, and you had Cowher, now you have Tomlin. So uh, that's one program, one team that has had consistency over a 20-year period each time. So uh, for them to be moving on, I know Noel was there for 22 years, and then you had Cowher, 
and then Tomlin's been there for 17 now. But, yeah, the Bills, they were the talk of the town. They were going to be able to take down the Chiefs this year. They come out laying egg in the beginning of the season, have to win six straight. They fired Ken Dorsey throughout at, at that 6-6 six and six mark. Joe Brady's now calling plays. So is he going to be the interim OC? Is he going to get the, the permanent title? A lot of questions to be answered. Uh, and then the, the people have asked, are the Rams going to move on from their coach as well? Now, that's that's the one that you really don't get because they're the team that overachieved this season. Now, with Sean McVay, they are assessing, uh, assessing at the end of every season where he is personally to say, you know, does he still want to come back and coach another season? Now, he had already put it out there that he was on board to come back for 2024. Yeah. So think that it would more so be him wanting to move on but the fact that he's already come out and said that he's going to come back you really don't see that happening and in the situation with the Steelers it wouldn't be the Steelers moving on it would be Mike Tomlin saying he wants to reevaluate and maybe do something different going forward take some time off whatever the case may be but he is in the last year of his contract next season 2024 but the Steelers said in the off season and they've said multiple times throughout the season that the plan in place for them is they want to sign Mike Tomlin to an extension. So if if there's a change there, it would be more about Mike Tomlin and his mindset and what right. he really wants yeah. to do. Now with uh Nick Sirianni, that's the other one that's hanging out there. The Bucks, they they play the Eagles at seven fifteen on ESPN and Nick Sirianni being the Eagles head coach, there's a lot of talk with they just went to the Super Bowl last season, and if they happen to get bounced in the first round of the playoffs this year, you know, that's taking a major step back, but they still got to the playoffs. They didn't win the division. There's a lot of talk surrounding Nick Sirianni. Yeah, and you, you, we talked about four playoff teams that could move on from their their head coach, and whether it be the coach's decision or the team's decision, just think about the the world we live in now. That could be at the end of the day, if say two out of two out of the four, that could be thirty percent or thirty two percent of the league turning over their head coaches this year. That would be a higher number than what it usually is. It's usually between that five and seven mark, and we're at we're at seven right now. At seven openings. There have been eight with the Patriots. They've already filled there. So. Uh, it could be a, a tricky offseason even after the playoffs are done. We've got to keep an eye on it the next couple of days. It just says that they don't have patience anymore, and there needs to be a little more patience. But everybody wants to win now. The problem is everybody can't win now. There can only be right. only one a champion. few teams. <laughs> yeah, a few teams that have success ultimately, and then you have the one champ. So everybody has to display a little bit of patience. But the problem is, they're probably not going to anytime soon. We have more about a bounce coming up after this break. It's hour three coming up, live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Damon Poole, Kevin Bohannon. Stay tuned. More about a bounce coming up. At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone. From their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine, BLT wedge salad to hand-cut prime steaks, they aim to cater everyone. And that's not all. Upstairs at the Old Bank, you can enjoy live entertainment Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with trivia, comedy shows, karaoke, live music, and more. Old Bank in downtown Russellville.